You're listening to the Boss Business of Surgery series, episode 63. Today, I'm talking about how comparison is a thief of joy. In other words, how our views are making us feel miserable. Enjoy the show. Welcome, surgeons. Residency didn't teach us everything we needed to learn to be a successful surgeon. While we spent our time caring for patients and learning how to operate, we didn't learn how to advocate for ourselves or navigate our career. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Vertries. I'm a general surgeon, certified coach, and founder of the Boss Business of Surgery series. This is where you'll learn those lessons not taught in residency. Welcome back. I had a gap in interviews, so this is the second mindset episode. This will give you an insight into what my coaching is like. I focus on the thoughts that we have and what is keeping us the results that we want to get. For many of us, we just want some solutions to help us stop feeling all of these negative feelings that we're feeling. And trust me, I get those feelings because I'm feeling them right along with you. This is another episode where I'm sharing my insights as I create strategies for myself. Last week was really important for me to share because overworking is definitely causing suffering. So many of us are feeling lost, trapped, taken advantage of, frustrated, anxious, and overwhelmed. I heard from many of you that the episode resonated with you. I heard the strategies offered really helped. That means a lot. Thank you so much for sharing. I only know what you're thinking if you write reviews or reach out to me. So if this helps you, let me know. Today, I wanted to talk about another preventable way that we suffer, and that is the comparisons we make. In the Boss MD Coaching Program this month, we're talking about the concept of whole brain living based on the book by Jill Bolte-Taylor. She talks about the neuroanatomic basis for what we think, feel, and do. It's a fascinating concept for physicians because we've learned about these parts of the brain, but to put it in a practical way and use that knowledge for how we interact with the world really helped me to develop this idea of what our brain is doing with the differences that we see in the world. The act of comparing is contributing to how we show up in the world and how we feel about ourselves. I realized that comparison was becoming the thief of joy in private practice. I'd heard this concept before. This is the quote from Theodore Roosevelt. He's the one who said, comparison is the thief of joy. One comparison that's recently caused bad feelings was when I heard that CMS was recommending decreasing reimbursements for physicians based on the same amount of work. So if we do the same amount of work, the pay is going to be different. So comparing the value of the work this year with how they valued work last year, we are less valued. And then there's the suffering based on the thought that we're not as valued as we were as the year before. I've seen this on a personal level too. In private practice, our views and collections vary from month to month. So I have the opportunity to see monthly comparisons. That variation is tough because if I ask myself how much I'm making, I'm sitting and waiting on the monthly reports to come out. And if you value what you do as your value, then you're waiting for your value to be determined by something that comes every month. It's very stressful. And now it's the end of the year, and I know what the final number for this year is. I also know what I made last year, and what I made as an employed physician, and what I made in the Army. Each year has been different, and I've been making that mean a whole lot. Let me share with you what I'm doing with this feeling of discomfort. So comparison is a useful tool for motivation. The left side of our brain has a thinking part, the cortex, which is the source of our drive. It sees where we're at, and it sees where we could be because it sees comparison. And once it sees that we can get to a place that is different, and we suspect better than the place we are currently at, that part of our brain starts figuring out a way to get there. We've achieved what we have because grades and test scores have helped us compare to others. And we came out on top, 
And that's how we got what we wanted. This is how comparison has worked for us. It validates our experiences. It's gotten us to where we're at right now. So now let's take the example of the work RVU. RVUs are relative value units determined and published by CMS. The purpose of the RVU is to create a standard measure of the work that we do. For each note that we write, there is an RVU value. For each case that we do, there's an RVU value for that. So if you want to know how hard you're working, you can find out by determining how many RVUs you generated in a period of time. Now you can compare to what you did last year. You can compare yourself to your partner. You can look at your money and see the value of the work that you're doing. You can figure out that you are making this amount of dollars per RVU. It's incredibly powerful and useful. It is also a trap that can create suffering. Let me explain. I'm a huge advocate for understanding your workload and what is working and what is not working in your practice. Measuring numbers is the most important piece of a successful practice. Understanding the trends of your workload will let you know if you are growing or if there's a problem to look at more closely. It helped me see that I could hire a nurse practitioner and if this was really helping or hurting the practice. I determined that my RVU levels didn't change and in fact, the amount that she's helped me bring in and brought in herself means it was a good financial decision. When I advocated for growth days, taking these random days off for just myself and stopping the endless treadmill of patients, I wondered what effect that would have on my productivity. Taking two and then four days off a month not only did not affect my productivity, my productivity after that time has continued to increase. I now have created an entire day a week as an admin and growth day, and my RVUs continue to increase. So, you know, what's the problem, right? What do we think when the RVU number changes? This is typically a slow time of year, but if I had not seen that trend in the past, I could make that drop mean a whole lot. I could think the practice is falling apart. Something is wrong and I don't know what it is. Is this the beginning of the end? Not only is there a a thinking part of our left brain, the part that compares and sorts information, but there's a feeling part too. That part sounds the alarm. This quote helpful part keeps us out of danger. And this part will look at those numbers and spell doom. That is where the suffering comes from. The fear of the unknown, the fear of the future and what it means. The picture that we draw in our mind of the worst case scenario. Now that we have this number for ourselves, we can get this number for our partners too and other colleagues. These numbers are likely to be different. Are you doing better or worse than your colleague? Even that can be loaded. We are now identifying different numbers are better or worse, and it tells us what we are thinking now, not just about the job, but about ourselves and our colleagues. Let's explore that trap. If I told you that your RVUs this month were 550, what would you think? If you don't know what that number means, it probably strikes curiosity or maybe even ambivalence. I've given you a number that you have no point of reference to form an opinion. What if I then told you that 550 is the average RVUs for a general surgeon based on previous year's data? Now what you think? Maybe you're reassured because you're doing about as well as you would expect. But what if you feel like you're killing yourself? And that to keep up this average number, you worry about the toll it's going to take on you. If you're already thinking about slowing down, you may be anticipating what that trend will mean for you. Will you make less money? Will your administrator fire you for not meeting this number? Are you reassured because you know you could work harder and you're already outpacing many others? 
Now, what if I told you that this was more RVUs than you made last month? What would you think? You may feel proud. Your work is paying off. You may strike curiosity because you don't know what was different. It may validate you. It felt harder than it did last month. Now, let's say you made less than you did the month before. I can imagine what you're thinking. This may cue your fears. It has for me. What if you're being conscious about spending more at home? If we want to have more time with our family, we would expect to see a lower number. So now we're not surprised. Now consider that you have your partner's numbers too. How will you feel if your RVUs are more? What if they're less? What are you going to make it mean about you or your partner? So I definitely think these measures, objective measures of importance is important, but the goal is to keep it objective. These numbers are neutral until we have a thought about them that changes the relationship we have with that number. When we bring our thoughts and feelings into the assessment, suffering can occur. How do you want to feel about these RVU numbers? I recommend deciding ahead of time how you're going to feel before you see the number. And decide how you're going to use them, how I have used RVUs. It's helped me to plan time off. I'm off this week. I know that January is slow. My RVUs are going to be lower, but I expect to see that. I get a feel for how busy I am. After five years of tracking, I can usually predict what the month will look like. It helps me make better decisions for myself in the practice. It's necessary for me to make changes and understand the effect on the practice. It helps me take more time off. It helps me invest in people and things because I know that I'll have a way to see the effect on the business and if it's a good or bad investment. So data that can be helpful can also be a tool for suffering. So we see this in other areas too. How do you feel about your body right now? Do you know how much you weigh? If you didn't weigh yourself today, you probably feel the same about yourself as you did yesterday. But if you weighed yourself yesterday and today, you now have neutral information. It either went up, down, or didn't change. It sounds neutral, right? But it doesn't feel neutral. You're likely to feel differently about yourself than you did yesterday, and the only thing that changed was a number on a device that measures our gravitational pull on the Earth gave a different number. And that number is going to feed into all of our fears. But we're not done. Try adding the value per RVU. I find that this has been my greatest source of discomfort lately, because once you have that standard unit of measure, you also know what the value of your work is. You can look at your RVU amount and the amount on your paycheck and determine what your dollar per RVU is. Many of you may be employed and this number was determined by your contract. Here's why you may still want to know this number. Do you have a sustainable job? If you're getting paid $75 per RVU, but your collections are only $50 per RVU, your employer is losing money on you. You may see this in a contract change, an addendum, or the next round, or the hospital goes under. If the opposite is true, then you have data you can use to negotiate. MGMA data notes dollars per RVU so you can see if you're getting more, less, or the right amount of value for the work that you're doing compared to different areas of the country. It is true that different areas of the country are getting paid more and that you may, may be getting a different number for the same amount of work. If you use this number to bring up all these thoughts that you have about your work, your worth, and your money, this can be a source of suffering. But it is only one measure. It's important to see that this is a trigger for you because there is often a thought error that is causing your suffering. For me, it was taking the dollar per RVU in private practice 
and comparing it to the RVUs I was making as an employed position. And after getting coaching myself and really exploring my thoughts on the number, I came up with a worry that was really bothering me. First, there is the irrational fear that I will lose it all and go broke and it all was lost. This is easy to dismiss as ridiculous, but it still happens. Then there is the thought of, I am getting ripped off, and that leads to anger and pointless negativity. What am I supposed to do with that information? Digging deeper, the, the idea that my RVUs are more than 700 a month and average is 550, I'm working my tail off. If I'm chasing a different number, it feels like hustle energy, and I don't want to hustle. This was not the point of private practice. And that led to the true problem, the true source of suffering with this comparison. Because if I did not know what others were making, including me in the past, I would look at my salary and think, dang girl, you were amazing. This is more than you ever imagined. And you're doing it on your terms with people you love who make your life easier and let me leave right after clinic and do the surgery things because they can do the rest and inspiring yourself every day and inspiring them every day and creating a full day of the week to do what you want and time to pursue coaching, which gives exponential returns for me and my contributions to solving the problems that I see in surgery. And then I realized that the number I was using wasn't even an accurate representation of value because I am likely working less hours than I was before. I don't have all the numbers to calculate, but I'm guessing that my dollar per hour is less because my hours are less. My satisfaction is higher. My autonomy is higher. It did alert myself to the work that needed to be done in my mind, the belief that I chose the right path, that this calculated risk that I took to go into private practice was worth it. And now that I know the alarm was raised and my brain simply had the question, was this all worth it? I had the opportunity to answer. And it reminded me that if I was going to compare, that I find the right measures. If you're having trouble at work and you want to know what the source of your suffering is, Head to BossSurgery.com and learn more about the Become the Boss MD coaching program and stay tuned for details from my book with the same title coming out in a few months.